the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot fans, welcome to another year of this week in the nfl here on the north south connection podcast network we're glad to be back with you um coming in after week one we like to keep you on your toes i bet you thought we might not be coming back but here we are just a two-man booth today as one cowboy senior busy guy that he is was unable to uh unable to unable to find a time this week that worked for him but never fear the Cowboy and John D'Amato are here. John, how's it going? Very good, Cowboy. Uh, glad to be with you for another season. Uh, we'll uh, do two, three-man, one-man, whatever. We'll, we'll make it work. We'll get something out there every week. But, uh, good to be back. Good to have football back. Uh, have, but as we'll talk about, maybe, maybe uh, not so good stuff. But uh, let's, not do the, uh, let's not do the amateur week one overreactions. Uh, we'll just uh, take it as it is. Well, I was going to say, after week one, our fans should know that we're not front runners. We'll only come on when our teams uh, win. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, that's the uh, amateur hour is to uh, overreact after <laughs> week one. Uh, well, well, at least, uh, you know, let, let's see what these teams, you know, see two, three games before we uh, start making our, uh, our, our season-ending predictions for certain teams. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So let's get right into it, John. So we're recording this on Friday um, after the e- the Eagles moved to two and zero last night with a not super impressive win over the Vikings. Uh, they, their offense put up some points, but defensively they really struggled. Um, but we're gonna what we're gonna do is take a look back at Week One and then preview the rest of the important games from Week Two. So Week One, John, we can start right out with the uh, with the with the opener Thursday night football. Um, as a Giants guy, what do you think of Kadarius Tony's performance in that game? I, I'll tell you. Let, let me uh, let, let, let me let me give you my opinion first. So Detroit twenty-one, KC twenty. Um, I think it's the first time I can remember, and I watch you know I watch just about every game every week for you know I'm, I'm forty-four, so for the last say at least thirty-five years. I don't remember a game where a receiver just really, like if you say, why did the Chiefs lose the game? He was just directly responsible for it. Directly responsible. Can't blame anybody else but him. Um, I don't know if you saw it on the, you know, they, of course they make a, uh, they made a meme out of it. Right. But the ball, there's like a, a photo of Tony with the ball right in his hands and no defenders around him. And the caption is, this was uh, seven of the Lions' 21 points. Just an ugly performance by by him. But Chiefs will probably be okay. They were playing without Kelsey. What do you think of the Lions? What do you think of Tony? What do you think of this game overall, John? Well, oh, overall, obviously uh... – uh, we don't we don't like to do that where do what everybody else does and especially in football where you blame one person for the loss but as we'll get into it the, the first game of the week and the last game of the week pretty much uh, could be put on 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 one guy one of those rare occasions and, uh, yeah and and you called it up uh, yeah yeah young joker is uh, you know, he's kind of becoming a clown and uh it's just uh, he he got his chance. I mean, Andy Reid, and also uh, also Sky Moore, who uh, was uh, you know expected big things. Uh, he, you know, he had he had a couple big drops too. So it it was a rough performance there for the receivers. But if you're a Chiefs fan, you you got to be optimistic. You pretty much held the Lions down uh, to a 14 uh, points with you know without the pick six. Your defense without Chris Jones. It kind of uh, stopped the lines. And one of the uh, t- touchdown drives, uh, as you remember, that, that was because Campbell made that bold uh, 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 fake punt early. Where, where, so you, kind of like the, the defense actually stopped them. And then 
they get on the sidelines and they're all and psychologically they're like oh we stopped them and then it's like oh we got to go out there because of the fake punt so they they really just let up uh, 14 points so. yeah so you so you got to be encouraged there oh if absolutely if, if you're and a now, fan you, you always lose one in uh, september and then you wind up at the end of the year, thirteen and four, you know, fighting for home field and in the playoffs. I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I, I don't see, uh, I don't think Chiefs fans are panicking too much, but, uh, but impressive uh, uh, for the Lions because uh, they they were hyped and, uh, and and to get that to get that win is huge and uh, they they look like they're on their way because as we'll get into the North, uh, it, it doesn't look uh, the the usual uh, strong uh, this year. They don't, you know, it doesn't look like there's a superpower in the North. But... No, no, not a superpower. For sure, yeah. and um, the Vikings are all in too. The thing, the I mean, I I agree. Um, positive performance for the KC defense. I, I do worry a little bit, like that that they what I mean, basically, like they they have to have Kelsey healthy. The way that the team is set up, um, they don't have they don't have they have really it might be the worst wide receiver room in the whole NFL. If, if that's not in New England, it's probably in Kansas City or Carolina. Um, and Tony's probably their most talented receiver. And you got to think he could be like mentally gone after after such a just a putrid, putrid performance. But with the with the best quarterback in football, that can write a lot of wrongs. So what do we have on st- on tap for these teams this week? Game of the week potential, KC at Jacksonville. The um, the Jags coming off uh, maybe a little harder than expected. 31-21 game was closer than that game at Indianapolis. But they got the job done. Trevor Lawrence's new toy, Calvin Ridley, looks good. And we have a rematch of the AFC title game in uh, in week two here, John. How do, you, how do you see this one going? The Jags getting no respect. No respect at home as three and a half point underdogs. Well, yeah, they they barely got by the Colts and uh, getting a. If you want to get into the uh, the rookie quarterback uh, situation, it looks like uh, Richardson, uh, Anthony Richardson, had uh, kind of uh, one of the better games uh, as far as compared to his uh, his fellow uh, rookie QBs. He played and, uh, well. He played. Yeah. He actually looked. I mean, he wasn't perfect, but he looked a little more polished than what I was expecting. And he really is a really impressive um, specimen. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a he is a big athletic kid in that Josh Allen, Cam Newton kind of mode. So well, those guys have been successful. So we'll see what we'll see what he can do. Yeah, and he's a uh, and, he, and he's starting you know basically without a. Without Jonathan Taylor, uh, that that kind of hampers him as 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 he was their their leading rusher by far, uh, yeah. with with forty yards. Uh, not not much guy, uh, uh, not much help in the backfield. Uh, with the, they have they, they have an owner Jackson who met, and yeah. their owner meddles more than Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah, no 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 friend of the uh, Patriots. Uh, <laughs> that that that's a uh, karma for uh, you. You know, having having somebody uh, OD in your house and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we don't. Let's not get into all that. But uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Rough rough time. It's gonna be a rough uh, year. Pretty much the the Colts, uh, the Texans, and uh, and and a couple other teams in the NFC are pretty much you know the only teams starting that. You know, pretty pretty much rebuilding. No uh, no expectations. For Carolina, Carolina as well. Yeah, yeah. Rookie quarterback. Yep. But as far as uh, uh, the, uh, the the you know everyone's expecting that the Chiefs are going to bounce back with uh, Kelsey and, uh, and Jones, so this is a good, this is a good spot for the uh, Jaguars to uh, to surprise and you know and, and take uh, take control of the division, which uh, they'll, they'll probably win anyway. But if if they get off and uh, and, and get off to a two zero start and uh, and put the Chiefs down o uh, two, maybe that'll have implications. Uh, uh, towards the end of the year, if these teams are, are, are fighting for, uh, you know, you know, a home field uh, situation uh, where the, they're both favorites to win their division, so th- this could be an early game, you know, a tiebreaker as far as that concerned. If uh, if the Jaguars want to want to move on to the next level and start competing with the Chiefs and the Bengals, uh, th- this is a, a good opportunity. But uh, I look for the uh, 
I, I, th- I say it's hard for the Chiefs to uh, lose two in a row, and especially they're going to get the uh, the Jones and uh, and Kelsey uh, return. So I, I look for the Chiefs to win in uh, in, in a squeaker. I, I think it'll be a good close game, uh, high scoring, uh, probably like thirty to twenty-seven. I, I look for the Chiefs in this one to bounce back. All right, we're gonna lock we're gonna lock that in as the um, this week in the NFL. Not guarantee, but we're both going Chiefs is kind of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I, I, I like the Chiefs in this game, too, with Kelsey, uh, with Kelsey coming back. Um, I did that. Honestly, probably just the biggest reason is I don't think they're a Patrick Mahomes team is, is going to start 0-2. So, so, so well, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Would not shock me for the Jags to win, but I, I do like the Chiefs here. The Jags have some breathing room, most likely, in that division, um, which we'll get to. <laughs> so, what else do we have on tap here this week, John? A lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff. Seattle at Detroit. So, Detroit, we've talked about. Seattle laid the egg of the week. So, this is a playoff team last year. They paid Geno in the offseason. Home game and. In, in theory, a building that has um, one of the best home field advantages in the NFL playing against the Rams, who the whole world thinks is going to go three and 14 without Cooper Cup. And as so as happens in the NFL, sometimes the Rams come out and just just stomp the Seahawks 30 to 13. Stafford um, really had it going with with. A bunch of no-name receivers, Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua, and that vaunted uh, Seattle offense. I think had one yard in the second half. It was a, it was just a real ugly performance. The, the Rams ran right through them the whole game too. It's just an ugly, ugly performance. Um, so, I think the conventional wisdom, right? Detroit at home with the struggling Seattle team coming into town is Detroit wins that game. I kind of like the other way. I feel like, I, I feel like Seattle is a good team. It was just another don't overreact to week one. Detroit's riding high. I think Gino gets it going. I don't think that Detroit defense is really very good at all. Um, Gino gets it going and Seattle in a shootout on the road. What do you think, Jeff? Well, we had the, uh, the 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 week one up to special, which you kind of called. We didn't have a you know we didn't have a preview show, but we had spent some time together, and you was uh, you you were kind of uh, down on on Seattle as a team that that's a little overhyped. That that's probably going to drop down a little. Uh, maybe Geno reverts to uh, to form, but uh, yeah, but yeah, that was the, that was one of the uh, those week one uh, crazy upsets. Uh, that uh, Raiders, uh, maybe I, I was uh, I had called that that maybe uh, Arizona would do a clip, and it almost came through to that. Arizona was clipped the Commanders, but uh, but I, I think this one, week one, was more of a uh, you know one of those division things where McVeigh's uh, got a good uh, you know got a good read on on, on Seattle over the years, and uh, they always playing pretty tough. Uh, and and I think it was just one of those Rams things. But this is a this is one of those things. You get upset in, in week one, and you got high expectations for that team, and boom! Next thing you know, you got a tough game in uh, week two on the road. Yeah, yeah the and Lions, you're falling to zero and two, falling yeah. to zero and two with a loss, just like that. And and, and I'm going with them. I, I think the Lions are gonna are gonna roll the momentum. But boy, their crowd, the, that Lions crowd, the, you know, sold out season tickets. They haven't been this hyped for. For the Lions team, we we were in Detroit over the summer. Nice city, uh, good for them, good people, and uh, and, and I don't see the Lions uh, laying an egg in front of their, their home uh, crowd. I, I think they're going to take it, and uh, and Seattle is going to be behind the eight ball at at zero and two after this. All right, all right, that that is the likely scenario. Just and 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 I agree. I did say that, and I and I believe it that Seattle. You know, every year there's turnover, right, in the in the, in the league, and I don't I don't think Seattle's probably a playoff team this year. I do think they're going to win this game, though. So next up that I want to talk about, John, is another sure to be Week One hype special here, where where I would caution to not read too far into it, and I think you would say the same thing. Uh, Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Um, 24 to three over, over the Bengals, the Bengals widely considered 
you know, if not the best team in the AFC, one of the one of the three best teams in the AFC. Loaded, right? And Burrow didn't play all preseason. The Cleveland D really looked for real in this game, and you got to give it to them. They played. They played really well. Um, it looked to me like one of these extended preseason deals for Cincinnati. But John, what do you what do you what do you take away from this? Are 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 the Browns as good as they looked? Are the Bengals as bad as they looked? Is it somewhere in between? Uh, I, I would say uh, somewhere in between. Definitely a, a rusty uh, Bengals uh, as far as offense, but 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 also the Bengals defense giving up over over 200 on the ground. Uh, you know, get, getting getting ro- rolled on the the line of scrimmage. That has to be. Uh, disheartening uh you know and a little red flag if you're you're a Bengals fan hopefully it's not just a one game wonder but uh but the Bengals with the you know a solid solid uh defense just uh giving up uh you know over 200 yards on the ground that, that's not a good look for them uh it, it's not surprising that the uh Burrow's only beaten uh Cleveland I think once uh is, is like one of five against them now so, so it's no surprise their defense pretty has a pretty good uh read on them uh that part isn't just a isn't just a week one thing, but the uh, but 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 that uh, Bengals performance by the defense getting getting dominated by a division opponent at the line of scrimmage that that that's not a good look. But I I I, I look for them to uh, bounce back in uh, week two. The Bengals. All right, that's that's exactly where I was going to go, John. Is so we have a very similar to what you just said about Seattle. Um, the Bengals are in the same boat here, right? We lose a what on paper is a winnable game in week one. And now tough, tough game, tough division game, the Ravens going to Cincinnati. Um, The Ravens coming off a win over Houston where I don't know exactly what it showed you. They, they beat up on Houston. They should beat up on Houston. I I watched the game. I didn't think, I didn't think the Ravens did anything great. Um, They lose their starting running back with a torn um, was it a torn torn Achilles? Dobbins, yeah. Yeah, it was a torn Achilles. A um, little bit of that going on this week, unfortunately. So uh, they lose their starting running back, Dobbins, with a torn Achilles. Um, so we have Baltimore going to Cincinnati. Sounds like you're on Cincinnati in this game, John. Yes, even though uh, even though the Ravens uh, do play the Bengals tough, but, but yeah, I don't see the Bengals uh... – Going 0-2, especially to to losing two division games back to back, that that'd be a tough look for them. And uh, yeah, yeah. As far as the Ravens, uh, Lamar, uh, first game uh, that he's played in a while, really, really rusty uh, on offense. They didn't really, uh, you know, smoke the uh, the Texans. Uh, although the score, although they did, you know, cover in a one twenty-five to nine, but they they didn't dominate. This game was a lot closer than expected. And the offense with a lot of new, uh, uh, a lot of new pieces in there looked a little, looked a little shaky uh, as Lamar uh, continues to, you know, wipe the dust off uh, his game. But uh, I, I think this will be, it'll be a tight game. But uh, the Bengals are a little smoother on offense with uh, Burrow, and uh, the, they'll, they'll pull it out and, uh, and bring everything back to normal. Bring everybody out kind of one on one, as I think the other game will go. The the other division game will go the other way. It's uh, not too much variety there as, as far as the uh, the AFC North, where they both kind of get a couple division games in right, right away here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting. I, I agree. Lamar looked rusty, and they won easily. Um, if you watch the Bengals-Browns game, Deshaun Watson really didn't play well at all either. I mean, he looked kind of very similar they, to they, that they, guy, to the guy toward to. the end. Because uh, Chubb and uh, they 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 were just ran on him. You know, they so, did. So it, when it he had to throw, wasn't it wasn't it wasn't great. He had a little hot streak in the middle of the game. But um, if they're going to contend, which I mean, on on paper the Browns have the personnel to contend. Um, they need him to be to be the guy he was before before all the issues. Um, Baltimore at Cincinnati. I I, I am going to go Cincinnati in this game. As well, I, I don't think I don't think it's a blowout. I actually think it's a low-scoring game. Um, but Cincinnati in the twenty-one-seventeen-ish um, type of type of victory, and Cleveland has an interesting game as well. Monday night, so 
Uh, Steelers were pretty kind of a trendy pick for maybe being a dark horse team this year and just drew a brutal matchup in week one in the, in the Niners who um, this was the, the blowout, one of the bigger blowouts of the week with the Niners jumping on them early, Pittsburgh never being able to get anything going offensively. Um, the Niners looked great. Pittsburgh looked bad, but I think the Niners, I think the Niners make a, make a lot of people look bad this year, just like they did. They did last year, but um, Pittsburgh, Cleveland um, is going to Pittsburgh on Monday night. Cleveland's actually favored in the game. Who do you like there, John? I, I like the Steelers to right the ship and for that whole division to be one and one after after week two. Yeah, the uh, the the Steelers with the Monday night mojo and uh, plus their uh, mojo over the Browns. Although uh, with with Stefanski uh, in charge of the Browns, that that that's changed a lot. Uh, as far as him uh, getting better in uh, division games, and uh, and I like him as a as a coach too. That's why I think the Browns will be competitive. But this week, I look for the Steelers to bounce back uh, from that uh, that rough performance in Week One, the, the the second most horrific performance by a home team in Week One. Yes, yes, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, so I I did read this, and I I only saw it from one source. So I don't know if it's accurate, but. The Browns could go two and zero for the first time in thirty years. Wow! With a win. So again, just one source. I did. I didn't. I didn't fact check that myself. But could be another reason to think it's not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, all right, John. We've been dancing around it here. Let's talk about Sunday night and Monday night. So. Sunday night, Dallas, uh, Dallas and the Giants. Dallas has, Dallas has owned the Giants. Everybody knows it, right, for the last however many years. I think the last win was 2016, if I'm not mistaken. I might, I might be wrong about that, but it's something like that. Um, real disheartening, though, to come out and, and lose it like that. Real nice first drive by the Giants. Went right, you know, they, they looked great, and then... Had a little had had the issue at the end of the drive, and that that drive ended up really being the highlight of the night. The defensive touchdowns, they go down big. The Giants are not built as a team to come back from a big from a big deficit. That's not how they play. The Dallas defense with that pass rush is definitely built to play from ahead. Things snowballed and ended up just being a um, just an ugly, forgettable game for the Giants, where the Cowboys look fantastic. Um, how much are you taking away from this game, John? Is it another one where it's divisional, you know, kind of like Rams-Seahawks, where, you know, not not say throw it out, but it's only one game, and certainly Dallas isn't going to beat everybody 40 to nothing, and the Giants aren't the worst team in the NFL. Um, just one game. And the Giants do get a nice soft touch this week in a, in a must-win game against the hapless Cardinals. Yeah, you said it. Uh, if if they don't uh, if they don't take care of business and bounce back versus the Cardinals, it, it, it could it could be a long season. But it, that that's uh, that's what happens uh, if uh, if it doesn't if it doesn't go uh, if if they don't improve a lot better versus the Cardinals and and your own too, then all of a sudden you're behind the eight ball. But uh, it's a must win. I mean, yeah. I know you don't want to say must win in week two, but they if, if they if they're if they're going to make the playoffs again. They they have to beat the Cardinals this week. Yeah. They have to. It's a must. As, the the game was uh was kind of a reality check because uh as great as uh you know, as much as uh, uh, Coach Dayball's been praised you know Coach of the Year and all that he's uh right now he's 0 six versus uh, the Cowboys in Dallas and and uh, out of the, out of those six uh, I think only one of them's uh, been competitive so he's got a lot of work to do there and uh, same thing with him and and, and Shane uh, Joe Shane the GM uh, his. Uh, you know his top picks from last year: Thibodeau, uh, 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 Wandell Robinson, Evan Neal were kind of invisible. As a matter of fact, well, Evan Neal wasn't invisible because he was chasing Mike, Micah Parsons uh, pretty much the whole game. And and when you're watching your team, uh, and when you're watching your team on offense, and you see the offensive line, when you when you see the front of their jerseys uh, ch- chasing down <laughs> the defense, that that's usually not a that's not a good look. That's that's not really how you block. Uh, 
uh, I mean, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons was a terror. He just, uh, you know, it reminded me of, of LT uh, back where, where you can't, can't do nothing. He's, uh, you know, he's all over the place in every, every play. Uh, a, a cruel reminder that the Giants could have drafted him and instead uh, traded down. So uh, that, that's a rough one right there. And, and one more thing about that. Um, no team has ever lost 40 to nothing or worst and lost a sack battle seven nothing or worst and also lost a turnover battle three three to nothing or worse and and i had a blocked uh, field goal return for a td and threw a pick six no team has ever done that in the same season and uh, the giants did that all in one game so i mean so it can't get much if, the season can't get much gonna, worse there's only one way to go but up from here to say, if you're gonna if you're gonna if, if you're gonna if you're gonna lose anyway might as well be historic right um but I do like I like the Giants to come back and yeah yeah if they can win this week I mean it it they, you know that that that's uh, the first step towards a, the a Cardinals, five twelve man the Cardinals to their credit played hard against Washington their defense oh, yeah. played, their angry. defense played pretty well but I, I I do I think the Giants are a good team who just had a bad who just had a bad day. And if they're a good, if if we're right about that, if I'm right about that, then they go into Arizona and get the job done um, comfortably. Ten plus, I like the Giants to bounce back. I, I think it's a perfect bounce back spot. It's not, you know, it's not the situation that like the Seahawks are in, where they 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 lose this division game and now they're going to Detroit or facing zero and two. It's a perfect bounce back spot. Just like just like one of the next team we'll talk about, Buffalo has a real nice bounce back spot too. Um, but Giants over Arizona by double digits, John. Uh, I think it's gonna be a lot closer because uh, watching that uh, Arizona game, they 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 were in it all the way, and also they had they had six sacks of their own uh, versus uh, the Commanders. So uh, and the Giants' uh, uh, offensive line supposedly showed up, but. Uh, if uh, if if they if they sleep on Arizona, they they're gonna be uh, it, it might get a little dicey. So I think it's gonna be a little close. Uh, might be a little nervous time, but uh, trying to pull it out by three, hopefully. All right, all right. So we're in agreement there. And then, you know, the unfortunate one on Monday night. It was really um really a pretty surreal scene with. So I mean I'll preface it by saying I mean it, it, I kind of wanted senior on for this for this part of the show but it is what it is like I I am no I am not I am no fan of Aaron Rodgers as a, in general I don't think he's like a kind of a conceited type A type of guy but I mean I you, you, the way that place was electric when he came out with the with the flag he came running out with the flag I mean the 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 place was really really electric. Like John, you and I were just in the building for uh, for O'Malley knocking out Aljermaine Sterling, and it was that same kind of energy, right? Where it was just like hope was in the air. The place was going crazy, and to have him tear his Achilles four plays in without completing a pass is just it's really brutal. Like I do, I, I I feel for for the Jets fans. Um, it's a real tough, it's a real tough situation, and I give that Jets team a lot of credit with a big assist from Josh Allen. But give give them a lot of credit for hanging in and winning that game. It was a really crazy night because, I mean, I can't think of. I mean, what's that? That's got to be like a top five most exciting win in the history of their franchise. While also having, you know, one of the maybe, you know, it's, there's been a lot of bad things that have happened to that franchise, but this is definitely toward the top of the list as as one of the worst. So just, just a really surreal, crazy night on the last last night of the uh, last game of the week. But um, the Jets side of it, I think it's pretty straightforward from a football perspective, right? Uh, very good defense, very good personnel on offense they're built to win now um and zach wilson's horrible and if he's their quarterback i would say like at best in an absolute best case scenario they maybe can go 10 and 7 and get bounced in the first round of the playoffs like super bowl real deep run 
none of that's possible with him at quarterback. He's awful. Um, from a Bills perspective, this is a continuation of what we saw in the Bengals game last year and what we've seen a little too much out of Josh Allen. Um, I think you said it at the beginning of the show, John, that the bookends, the Thursday night game and the Monday night game, you can really hang on one guy and you hang this loss on Josh Allen. Mistake after mistake after mistake. Eventually, eventually Wilson falls into a touchdown drive. Then you give up, you know, you get the ball in overtime, do nothing, right? And then you give up a punt return. And it's just like an awful way to lose a game that they they really shouldn't have lost. And in the AFC, this is a team with Super Bowl aspirations, right? In the AFC, the AFC is going to be tough. This is a big loss. Like this loss could mean the difference between um, division title and home field versus going on the road to freaking Kansas City or whatever in the second round. So it's a um, it's a bad loss in the post game press conference. I mean, he 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 recognizes it. He you can tell he's he's deflated. But he cost him the game, and they really need to tighten things up. So I know I talked for a while there, John, but what, what do you have to add? No, nah, you, you make great points. And uh, as, as, as far as the, the Jets are concerned, uh, their defense is, is really, uh, you know, for me being a, a fan of defense, I like watching them. And, and it's amazing how, how, how the, uh, their change where they're, they're kind of, uh, they were the heel team uh, starting with Aaron Rodgers. And once he got hurt, now, now they're kind of the underdogs that, that people are kind of rooting for. And, uh, and, 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 uh, I, I love, uh, how their defense plays that they, their defense is going to give them a chance to, to win just about every, every game. But, uh, the, the big thing, the big difference was, uh, last year towards the end of the year, as a matter of fact, after, they beat Buffalo, where it was a similar game where, where their defense won because they turned them over a lot. But but their defense, the last half of the year, they only they only forced I think two turnovers over the last eight games uh, after that Josh Allen yeah. game. So so that 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 was a big difference. So they can can they continue that versus other teams, or is it just a thing where they uh, where they play well, you know, their best versus Josh Allen and force him uh, into turnovers? They have to to, to continue to be a tremendous and lossiness like that you know i i think a lot of the stuff fell in the laps uh you know whitfield's not going to get three picks in in, in uh, every game so uh, a lot of that stuff was just uh you know all on allen and uh and i mean if, if you take a, a two-score lead against this jet team it's pretty much a guaranteed win and and, and there were times they had the ball uh you know up seven where in, in field goal range where he turned it over where where a field goal would would have pretty much iced the game because you, you see zach wilson uh maybe may a, a little better than last year but 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 some plays especially when when he sprints 10 yards with his back turned going the other way and then just craziness even the, even the touchdown that Garrett Wilson had to make a herculean play just to uh just to really uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be rough with, with Wilson uh, Jet fans uh, buckle your seatbelts but hey uh, uh, at least uh, they, they 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 still fought they didn't they didn't fold uh, without Rogers so it was a good uh, Good win to see, and and Buffalo, you see the same problems. They don't run the ball. Uh, their defense is a little soft, giving up a lot of yards on the on the ground, and also uh, uh, in between uh, during the week stuff. Uh, uh, Stefan Diggs, there's a there's always issues there. Uh, looks like he's going to be the next uh, one of the diva wide receivers. Where you know, I mean, there's a, there's there's always problems. Uh, you know, uh, Tuesday through Saturday, uh, and then and not just on Sunday. So we'll, we'll see where Buffalo goes. Allen's got a he's uh, looking like a uh, Brett Favre did those, those first few years. And uh, where Favre was just a wild man throwing the ball around, you know, fumbling and everything. So he's got to, he's got to clean that up. I, I think since 2018, he's got the most uh, turnovers of, of any QB. So yes. they're not, they're not going to win uh, with, with him doing that. So do you think John that the Jets, I mean, I mean this is a brutal assignment this week, right? Like, like, I mean, you not not to predict the future, but you can really see it coming, right? Like it's already the sky's falling because there's no Rodgers and it's Zach Wilson, and he has the absolute. It might be the toughest assignment in football right now for a quarterback, as we saw with, um, you know, with the way this defense played last week. Having to go, having to go to Dallas, is really really brutal, right? Um, 
So th- there's a world where Dallas shuts them out and Wilson, you know, throws for 100 yards and three interceptions or something. And the sirens grow louder. It's New York, right? Do you think there's, like, the, the Vikings are 0-2. Cousins is in the last year of his contract. Do you think there's any chance the Vikings pack are, are willing, willing to move him? Because it feels like that's, like, the perfect guy if they were, like, for this Jets team. Like, the Jets are built to win now. I kind of feel like they have to do something. Like, that, I, I, I think they're paying lip service to Wilson, but they have to know he sucks. Like, yeah. Like is it is do you do you think something like that could happen? Uh, it it's it's so hard for a uh, in in season you know once the season starts it, it's hard to to trade for a quarterback because a quarterback got to come in and learn the offense and uh, that's uh, that that's a lot to ask right there. But for for Jets uh, fans, you got to be encouraged that at least the team rallied around Wilson, and, and it seems like you know he's he's grown up a little since he had the incident last year, where you know a little dicey uh, comments in the in the press conference didn't uh, endear him to his teammates. But it looks like he's he's grown up a little, and then then the team rallied around them, or, or was it just a one week thing? Because uh, their schedules are bare, and uh, if, if you know if they if they go two and four, it, it might be too late. So. I I don't know I don't I don't think uh, I see a, an in season uh, trade only only because it's so hard to to, right, to, to bring bring a QB in and, and learn yeah learn even if he even if he is familiar with the Hackett or the West Coast offense uh, there but that's that's a that's a lot to ask uh, so that, like, that's what do I you, usually down on that you like the Cowboys this week John or you're going upset special. Nah, I have to lean towards the Cowboys. So, although they, although they had, they they can't possibly play as well as they did. Uh, they were they were totally dominant, and they kind of own the Giants a little. So, uh, the, it might be a little closer than expected. But yeah, I don't see the Jets uh, coming through here. Yeah, I mean, for the Jets to win, they're gonna need they're gonna need to turn Dak over like they turned Allen over. Yeah, I mean, Dak's capable. I mean, Dak is certainly capable, right? Nah, um, not, not not that many. Not not like Al, he's not reckless like Allen. He'll throw a bad one once in a while. But but I mean, with all those turnovers and the, you know, and they needed that and a punt return just to win in overtime. So it took a lot. With twenty-two points. Yeah, it took a lot yeah. <laughs> for the, for that. So I, to to get that kind of effort every week from your defense and your special teams and. Uh, and you know to get to get that kind of effort from everybody but your quarterback that's that's a tough ask. It's a tough and then ask. it's tough. The Raiders the Raiders had a nice nice win against um, let's ride Broncos country, wow. but nah. but tough to see them going into Buffalo and winning. So I'm gonna go with the Bills in that game. Yeah, that's a it's a good bounce back spot for for Buffalo. Absolutely. All right, and then one more, John, I want to talk about is uh, Pats Miami, Sunday night football. So the Pats put up a val- – it was a valiant effort against Philadelphia, I guess. I mean, they – you know, we, we, we don't – try not to be positive about losses, but I guess as, as far as losses goes, it, it wasn't horrible. Um, down big right at the beginning, looked like they were going to get blown out and – Hung top and had a couple of chances to steal it at the end and couldn't quite do it. Um, they did look like like the, the the move from Patricia to O'Brien immediately paid dividends as expected. Where the the offense, the Patriots offense looked um, at least competent, which was which was nice. And they're playing Miami, who offensively at least picked up right where they left off with Tua who, you know, everybody talks about the concussions, but before the concussions last year, he was, seemed to be like a perfect fit at quarterback with this ridiculously talented skill position group they have. Um, Nice win for them, 36-34 over the Chargers, who, you know, struggle and seem to struggle a little bit in close games and clutch situations. Um, So we have Miami coming into New England, on Sunday night football, this feel, I mean, if you think the Patriots are a decent team, which I do, this has all the makings of a, of a Belichick special where the high-flying offense comes in, Bill figures out a way to 
at least slow them down and the Patriots win one at home. So that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with is um, not going to be easy, but kind of a similar, similar to Cincinnati, Baltimore, 21-17-ish pass win. Well, for the for the Patriots, you you got to be encouraged by their defense. Uh, that they, they played the Eagles tough, but uh, yeah, in they order, have a very good defense. Yeah, and but in order for them to to have pulled off the upset, they needed to win the, the turnover game, and you can't have that uh, that pick six. I, I mean, uh, and unfortunately, the guy that had the best shot to stop Slay was uh, was Mac. Uh, you know, if he made a better effort on a tackle, and then they hold him to a field goal there. Uh, there was a couple plays either way. Uh, you know, the guy keeps his foot in at the end, and uh, the, the Pats could have could have pulled that one out. Uh, so, you, you kind of got to be uh, encouraged uh, with the uh, the way the Patriots played. And and uh, as as far as uh, Tua, I'm sure uh, uh, Bill's going to come up with a with a game plan to to, to stop him. Uh, he, he usually does, although. Uh, uh, two has fared pretty well uh, against the Pats in the, in the history, but uh, I, I look for the bounce back here and uh, and both teams to be one on one after uh, after a Patriots uh, p- pull out a tough battle here. So I'm rolling on on your side too. Uh-oh, hopefully we don't we're not chasing them. <laughs> you know you you know how that usually goes. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think we're picking pretty interesting. If our picks were to come to fruition. The eight teams in the AFC North and AFC East would all be one and one. Yeah. It's about how it should be, I think. All right, John, anything else you wanted to cover? I think we hit all the high points here. Uh, not uh, Maybe uh, Packers-Falcons uh, coming up. Maybe a surprise that they both uh... – uh, especially, uh, you know, you know, we have a lot of uh, Bears fans in our group, and they were very optimistic, and and and, and they've been celebrating yeah. that that Aaron Rodgers finally left them. You know, Aaron Rodgers, who was like, uh, you know, fifty-seven or one versus lifetime versus the Bears or whatever it is. So they were kind of celebrating his departure. And uh, meanwhile, if you watch the game, it it, it looked the same old uh, instead of Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love just. That that Bears defense didn't offer much. Uh, didn't offer much in that first one. I tried. I tried to spare the Bears fans. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did. What is there to say? Senior's not here. He would. He would <laughs> he'd have more pointed analysis than me. But I mean, there's really nothing positive to say about the the performance of the Bears there, at home, just getting throttled like that. I thought Jordan Love played pretty well. I think the Packers are a pretty good team. Um, there was a lot of Bears, like, playoff. And, you know, Bears were the third or fourth most bet Super Bowl winning team this year. Like, I think we could probably kind of safely put all that back in the bag after, after one week. Um, this is just, especially defensively, this is just not a good team. Um there's real, I mean, they, the Packers went through them like a hot knife through butter. And it was just very, 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 very ugly. Um, the Bears go to Tampa this week. And um, I didn't say it on here, but I think I put it in one of the chats that we're in. But I said I thought Tampa would be this year's Seattle. Right. I think I said that to you, John, right? With, with yeah. Baker, Baker mm. in the Geno role and everybody – Everybody thinks they're going to be horrible. And the old quarterback that they had really wasn't that good. And all the other guys are still there. And they went out and played good and got a nice, nice win week one. And you couldn't you – know, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to channel my inner senior here. But you really couldn't ask for a better week two matchup, right, than having the, uh, than having the Bears come to town. So – I mean, really good chance for Tampa to start to start two and zero here, and the Bears kind of barreling toward that top five pick again. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping for a Bears fan that it was just a it was just an off week in week one, and they bounce back here and uh, and they get to one and one like we predicted with the with all the other games. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Bucks on this one uh, to to roll in. Well, Tampa. Uh, the thing with the Bucks is defensively, they're they're kind of like they're a bad matchup for the Bears, right? Because the Bucks are are fantastic against the against run. the run, yeah, really mm-hmm. good against the run. You can throw on them, 
but that's not, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to say this in a, in a condescending way, but that's not really the Bears thing at this point. Like, for the Bears to win, Fields is going to have to throw. It's time to, you got to utilize DJ Moore. He went out, went out and got in the offseason. I think he only had two catches last week. Um, they can do it. The Bucks aren't a juggernaut, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's tough to see the bears going in there, going in there and winning. I kind of hope I'm wrong. Cause I do like, I do like, I really like Justin Fields and I think he's going to be really good and, you know, like a culture of losing and like, like losing a lot early in a career can completely derail a career. So I think like, like, I, like for the Bears, like I think that like it would be nice if they could at least go like seven and ten this year or something. You know, oh, keep some games close. Oh, so, come on, man! I, we, there was a lot of optimism. You know, they talk about them winning the division, and yeah, that was. That I mean, was did you watch the game? They looked yeah. the same, same Bears team as last year. No yeah, difference. Was, no. And instead of uh, Rogers, just Love. I mean, Love was was more impressive than Fields. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Was very disappointing so, to play. We'll see. And I mean, the thing is, like, this stuff has a way of, like, again, it's with a culture of losing. You kind of get, like, if if Baker comes out and lights him up like Love did, (laughs) well, now, like, I mean, it's, what's it, like, is Josh, like, other than Josh Dobbs, right? That's probably, like, or Zach Wilson, you know, Baker's bottom five QB, they say, in the NFL. So we'll see what happens. I like the Bucs in that game. And um, the Packers... It was a nice win for the Packers. Um, Packers, Falcons. The Falcons are another team I can't. It's like it's like you have that. They're loaded. They're loaded and just don't have a quarterback. So you can only go so far. I mean, I know they're gonna they're gonna pound the rock. They're gonna run, but I think the Packers go in there and beat them. I was, I I, I have been. And was again thoroughly unimpressed with Desmond Ritter, and don't know how a team, you know, they've invested all these high picks and these great skill position guys can be comfortable trotting him out there every week. It's a disgrace. Oh, I know they well, if 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 they could uh, keep keep him to eighteen passes again, uh, most most likely they'll win. I mean, it's not it's not nineteen seventy five. <laughs> it's not how the league like it's not like well, it is it's true and it's not like they I mean their defense is okay but it's not like they have like a you know they're not the 85 Bears or the Ray Lewis Ravens where it's like pound the rock and then run the ball and then stop the other team it's that can only get you so far yeah, and I, don't, I don't know that he can throw I, I just I don't know what he and he's it's not like he's that dynamic running either. Like it's like I don't really know what he brings to the table. And maybe I'll eat these words, but I don't think so. Yeah, eventually they they might have to open it up a, a bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I like the Packers too. I like the Packers to go two and zero in in Atlanta. But that, but that should be a good game. Uh, the Falcons are slight favorites. So yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the Falcons could definitely win. I mean, you can you can run on the Packers. The Falcons are. You know, there's one. They're one of these teams. Just the way they play, they can. I think they can kind of beat anybody, but they also are capable of losing to anybody. Yeah. But I do. I think the Packers are actually pretty good, and I think I think Love is competent. Like I think he's an NFL. He's a. I think he's a middle of the road NFL quarterback, which, which is about what Rodgers was last year. So I think you can expect similar or better results. So now that we've ended, I'm sorry to the Bears fans again. I just got, you got to call it like you see it, right? That's how I, that's how I see it. Hopefully I hope Fields runs for 250 yards against Tampa Bay and, and they beat them 35 to nothing. Um, I, I, I think they might've overcompensated for uh, Fields and, uh, you know, getting, getting them more and all these weapons, but I think it might be at the expense of their defense. Uh, <laughs> typical Bears, you know, remember the one year they had it all together and they blamed, uh, who was that kicker? They, you know, they blamed the kicker for the double doink. And, yep. Uh, <laughs> but no, but I mean, in this one too, like, like you might over, they, offensively they may have overcompensated a little too because I think he only had two or three designed runs the whole game and I know you want him to throw more 
But at the end of the day, the guy like broke the rushing record for quarterbacks. That's where he's dynamic. You gotta you gotta run him, right? You have to run him. So more things change, the more they stay the same, as they say. Well, it may be good karma. Maybe uh, you know, maybe Bears a uh, thirty uh, bucks ten this week. Who knows? It's true. Well, at the very least, we can say with a hundred percent confidence that at worst the Bears will be tied for last place in the division. <laughs> the North, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be a All rough right, one for the Vikings. Yeah. So. We're gonna we're gonna head out. It's always it's always a pleasure. We're hopeful to have Cowboy Senior here next week. Um, but John, great great doing this with you. Of I course, have, buddy. I only, I only have one other uh, one other podcast I do. It's uh, Talking Docs with, you know, with Jennifer and Logan. We talk about documentaries. Check it out. John, you have anything anything you're doing? Uh, hanging low. Uh, just this. Uh, but there is a new. Uh... Uh, it's called uh, Territorial with uh, Sean Kidd and uh, Scott Shiflett and they went over uh, the, the latest episode they went over a, a great feud with uh, Bruno Sammartino and uh, Roddy Piper one of Bruno's uh, last great feuds uh, with, with my all time favorite Roddy Piper so uh, ch- check that show out it's called Territorial uh, Number 2 with uh, Sean Kidd and, uh, and Scotty Shiflett uh, our boys so check that out on the North South and uh, great getting with you Cowboy we had a busy summer uh uh, we, had, we had to scramble uh, to get this one in, but we did, and uh, I appreciate it. And uh, I can't wait to get uh, seeing you back as uh, as the season gets more juicy. Uh, you know, we're not going to sit here and talk for six hours over uh, a week one overreactions. Uh, and, uh, and hopefully things will get better for our teams, uh, too. So good to be back with you, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Same, same here, John. And uh, to the listeners, we'll talk to you next week. Stay Cowboy safe. Out. Stay safe. Stay safe. <laughs>